What's up, yo, Matic Monday? Wish it was Sunday. Forget that. I don't bet on Sunday. Let's get it going. Fastest show at MLB. Absolutely anywhere. And you know it. Usual suspects <laughs> waiting in the principal's office. Chad Ring, Brian E. D-Rock, happy birthday. Brian Rose, what's up? Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Let's do the thing that we do, me and you, call to the pen crew. Running just a second late today, you know? Every time I'm like, new week, gonna get it going. I'm blaming the kids. This dawn summer vacation is entirely too long. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh, give these kids something to do for crying out loud. 24 hours a day, pulling my hair out. Okay, everybody, let's get back on track, doing the thing we do as other shows are losing steam. We are just getting going. Jeff L., good morning, buen dia. Bienvenidos, buongiorno. How's everybody doing? Gosh, I really love Mondays. Always such a fresh charge. Double guy, you lose your first bet or something like that, right? You have another K guy strikes out or whatever. That's just part of it, man. I just love it so much. Again, the people that kind of gravitate us here, we're at the restaurant where the chefs eat, with good reason. It's it's about the process and the methodology. Like, if you don't enjoy the challenge, and part of that being, you know, keeping your finances alive the entire time. But again, you guys know it, including B. Sims. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's as much about the risk management. too, right. Staying in the game should be part of it. But like I always say, if you get beat up betting, it doesn't mean you need to stop betting. It just means you should disconnect the live risk. You can always bet. You should always bet if you plan to be good at it. You know, there's no situation where you're going to get better at baseball, painting, hunting, or whatever, without doing the thing. So the part you don't have to do, and I think this is probably the only show ever in the in the history of the universe to ever say this, probably another you know, reason I'll never get hired on the front house end by a big casino, because we're teaching it, that's how you actually make money, right? Is, is don't bet it at first, show yourself profit 30, 60, 90 days, then you get in the ring with us. All right, let's do it, everybody. Lesson right to start off, feather in the cap, please rate, review, and subscribe because that shit matters more than it should. Man, you know, we're losing. I, I don't mean like we, like us, we're like doing anything wrong. It's just, you know, in general, these are trends, the right, the things we follow for the sport, we're not going to ignore in real life. Baseball wings and interest with football picking up. Although, I think this year, baseball has done a pretty good job with the playoff spots, keeping a lot of teams relevant. There's a lot of teams into it. So, again, the more fan bases that are interested, the more people into it, you know, keep the excitement going. But obviously, once the pigskin starts, the bright spot is actually the lines get a little bit softer, I feel like. All right, let's get into it. There's one 4 o'clock game. It's Dodgers and Padres. We're focusing on the commuter crowd. I like the Padres at 5 at Lugo, but that's neither here nor there. Let's start with the 640 games, the PM slate. Like a longy shorty. I like these. You know, it's right in the middle. Sometimes 15 can feel like too much. Sometimes five feels like too few. Baseball games, me and Jay laugh all season about the schedule. It's just when you have your eyeballs so focused on it, right? It directly affects the amount of work you're doing. It's so funny how imbalanced it could be. And it's to even pump in the sport, you'd think they'd want it on all the time. Like even lesser, you know, popular teams, why are they not playing in the afternoon? Maybe more often when they're interesting pitchers going why don't they flex these things i mean again i don't maddie dub what's going on man okay the restaurant's where the chef eat chef matt is announced it actually actually is an actual chef hey matt he wants to go where everybody knows his name all right first game 
before I get canceled for bad singing. It's Pablo Lopez and the Twinkies. Minus 165 favorites on the road against Joey Wentz and the Tigers. Let's get right out in front and bet this one, right? Let's get out right in front with a little Betty Betty. I like the Twins. I like them to cover, but you know what? Something about, I don't know why, I want, oh, the, it's the juice. It's like something turned me off to the Twins here. Jay, can you check the full game price? It's way too much, right? Is it, one, is it 150, 160 or better? Okay. The Twins bullpen hasn't been good. That's why I ended up, let's go first five run line, and I'll ramble. Right, whenever I know I have a play, I like to get out in front. Listen, Lopez has been great. 401 ERA, 112 whip, 665 OPS. I'm not really even buying the ERA. Expected ERA, 3-2, Sierra, 3-3. He's been excellent. 30% K rate, 36 and a half walk. I mean, excellent. And the ball rate below 33. Again, if you're hearing stats sometimes that you aren't familiar with, you can get all this stuff and follow along with us. I think it's super helpful. That was kind of my claim to fame when I was at FTN. I got into betting from trading, building cheat sheets. For, you know, degenerates like us, tons of games, tons of work to do. Who wants to keep open 14 tabs and you can't remember all the stuff and you don't want to take notes. So you want to have this stuff all in front of you, all at once, all formatted. And that's what I provide. Check me out on Twitter, at John Legaza. I'm taking a sharpener. And you can check that stuff out. I should do the math on how many cents a day it is. But it's 20 bucks once, rest of the season. It all goes back into the production. Anyway. Lopez has been great. We're using ball rate greater than signed walk rate. I really think it's more impactful. And I'm working it into my... Fantasy work going forward. I didn't really have a hand on it. When I started and did all my ranks, I will be doing that. Ball rate. Awesome. But then you also write, we want to add the context. 36 is right about average. Anything 38 or above is really bad. Anything 40 or above is really, really bad. 34 and a half is getting to be really good. And then you get to Lopez, but 32 and a half, right? That's where I want to make sure I really built up to that. Is he's extraordinary. And he's got the bully metric. Oh, wow, there's like two gold stars for us. Again, showing off a little bit that, you know, I'm in these streets, man. We're doing this work, the stuff that matters, creating stats where we need to. I call it the Billy metric when you add first strike to chase rate, right? First strike plus O swing. If it's over 100, it means a pitcher gets up on the bump, he gets ahead, and then can get you to chase his junk. A lot of times I'm betting F5 through the model, and it's a race to 15 outs. So Lopez has just done pretty much everything. You could ask for as far as control, as far as getting ahead, 81% zone contact, winning in the zone with a 41% ground ball rate. So, you know, on top of everything, when you get the stick on it, it's also down. Suppressing hard hits. He's just been damn good. Excellent on the road as well. Flip side, Joey Wentz, 6-4 ear, who won six whip. He's been a little bit better than I think those numbers say, but he's really just a guy. 21K to not walk. I mean, it's very blah. 11.5K minus BB. He's not wowing anybody. Inability to induce chases. Chase rate below 28. Not any good. 42 hard hit plus 10.5 barrel equals what? Yes, you, the handsome fellow in the back. Nearly two home runs per nine. If that's what you said, you'd be correct. He's going to crush at home as well, which is tough because that's a good park to pitch in. Maybe, I don't know what's that. Too much fun at home, man. 280 BA allowed, 840 OPS, the ERA north of nine. Almost two home or nine again, so. I had mentioned Minnesota bullpen. It's been a rough go. Last 41 and a third. 5-4 ERA, 4-5 Sierra. 10 and a half walk, 40 and a half hard hit. That's why I'm avoiding the Twins bullpen. Keep it to the F5 and moving it forward. Next up, it's our Nats and T-Dub. Trevor Williams on the bump, plus 180 dog on the road against the Phillies and Power Ranger Suarez. What am I going to learn? For all the money I've made on the Nats this year, like, why am I still not believing? But I'm not. OPMG didn't see there. Howdy, duty. Yeah, <laughs> it's duty. 
I just can't get behind T-Dub. As much as I like the Nats, I was keeping it to Josiah Gray. I was keeping it to Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore's falling off. I have a hard time backing T-Dub. 4-7 ERA, 1-5 whip, like but, 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 but. Came on his walk ERA, XFIP, and Sierra, all north at five. Expected ERA getting up at five and a quarter. 16 and a half K is too low. Eight million strike is too low. 19 and a half whip, right? You're not beating anybody. This is Trevor Williams. And he's been disastrous on the road. 305 batting average allowed, 915 OPS. ERA north of five, two and a quarter, home of nine. Against this Philly offense, which is starting to get up off the mat. They're very frustrating right now. It's fr- It's frustrating. It's frustrating. The bubbles. <laughs> if you know how I do it, me and you are people. <laughs> Philly offense, 341 team OBP. It's top eight. Double-digit walk rate. Right? And again, those are the things we generally look for. All, all bad jokes aside. <laughs> Washington offense has like stink, stank, stunk. But they just seem to continually stick finger in everyone's eye. Check it out, Washington. Last 500 plate appearances, 10 home runs, 236 team batting average, a 699 OPS, 49 and a half ground ball, 29 hard hit, three and a half barrel, 88 WRC plus. It basically gets you demoted, right? I mean, it's the truth. But, 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 again, the but, 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 top five in steals, top eight in doubles, which equals what? The run score, right? This is the formula for bad teams. I don't, I mean, this is the formula winning in baseball. It's just formula for bad teams. Right, it's contact, it's not striking out, gap hitting, and stealing bases because speed stretches, forces the defense to make plays, and they score runs. Washington, very, very pesky. Me and Maddie, our boy here, we're talking about, I was looking for some kind of angle on, on Washington, and I just really struggling for it. As I ramble my way over to the Algo, yeah, Algo agrees. It's Philly. You know, it's just Philly. Bullpens have been very good. Also on both sides, by the way. Just keep that in mind. If you're looking for like that Philly team total, Washington bullpen 44 and a third. It's a 264 ERA, 36 Sierra. Those are top five, top eight marks. One, two whip, single digit walk, 7.2 to be exact. Five and a half barrel. Only one loss last 14 days. So I don't know. I'd probably be careful. I just might leave this one alone. Right? Three scratches of the chin. Let's move it up. It's my boy, Yuri Perez is back for the Miami Marlins. I'm just telling people in fantasy circles, please, 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 please. Just, you, especially in this environment, right? The betting people get it. It's a hitting environment. Pitching is really tough, man. You don't put a guy like that out in the wild. If he's hurt, different story. TJ, you drop him. Other than that, he's back, starting twice this week. I wonder what we'll get from Yuri Perez. I'm a bit worried. Perez and the fish, minus 135. Favorites on the road in Cincinnati, the other kind of against Brandon Williamson and the Red Legs, who have just absolutely struggled. I mean, this one, first five, like metric-wise, is such a landslide. I guess we should really hit it. Let's hit the run line. I did not have the courage to post this to my subs. I like to be fully transparent. But as I as I just look at it, I gotta I gotta start playing these things. Because again, the thing I'm worried about most is Perez's workload. I was kind of wanted to ramble my way over. Miami bullpen was struggling also. I scanned these things earlier today. Miami bullpen five and a quarter ERA last 43 innings. So I think we're going to play on Perez's brilliance, and he's been just that, like nothing short of the GOAT. 236 ERA, 109 whip, and just, just blazing. 127 stuff plus on the fastball model. 28-4K to eight walk. You know, anytime you're over that, 20% came at his BB. That's where you want to be. 30% CSW again. 32 whiff. All the checking all the boxes. He hasn't gotten ahead. But again, with youngsters, I don't know. Maybe I'm 
making excuses because I like him so much, but he's just been he's just been damn good. So give me all the Perez. And again, Williamson, I'm just not buying it. 4.85 ERA, but all the indicators much worse than that. Expected ERA getting up near six. That's when I really start to worry. You know, there's a lot of underpinning statistics that go into expected ERA, which again, if you follow any of my nerdy work at the Athletic for fantasy baseball, again, this stuff can matter, right? Because we're talking these stats. In season in particular, expected ERA tests out way stronger than ex-WOBA. And the reason it matters is expected ERA is supposed to be a translation of ex-WOBA. Again, I'm not smart enough or I have my hand in the pot to know why all this stuff happens. But if you look up the definition, of it, like it just tells you it's a translation. But it ends up being way, like considerably more correlated in season two or runs. So there's a lot of ingredients that go into the pie. And then you start to break it down. You see it does with Brandon Williamson for the Reds. Double-digit walk rate, single-digit swing strike, right? All the stuff that gets you in trouble. 21 whiff, then 45 fly ball, plus 10% barrel with the 89 zone contact, right? So once you hit that rate, I should have mentioned it first, with the high contact rate, then you can go into quality contact. We're going to get contact. 45 fly ball, 10 barrel. You know, and he's kind of struggled at home as well. So, yeah, we kind of give me the fish today. Offenses, Miami's just so up and down. It can be so frustrating. But again, they're, if I'm not incorrect, they're uh, pretty good as left-handers. You know, again, the I don't think the expected stats really bear that out. They just keep getting it done. And yeah, that's true. Miami, 340, you know, a Woba versus lefties last 30 days, pretty good. The X is not great at 305, but they don't strike out. They make a lot of contact, kind of the same thing we mentioned before. They're not running right now, which is odd. A couple times I saw Birdie get on, but no one in front of me, he didn't run. Miami only has two steals in their last 500 team plate appearances. To go with 12 homers, only 46 runs. Bit of a struggle. But speaking of struggle, Cincinnati, woof, man. Woof. 81 WRC plus. That's a 229 team batting average, 285 OBP. And then I really want to highlight the disciplinary stuff again. I know I'm always hammering it. But I think more specifically, as we've all flown around this ball of water, around the bowl of fire, focusing on the daily case stuff. You know, targeting the bad strikeout teams has been money, okay? It's been straight money. And again, I don't pretend to be the only handicapper, the only smart person. So I always stay in touch with what my friends and other people I respect are doing, right? We're always mentioning that. We're always talking about Frank. I have my eye on... Now I'm wholly focused on the strikeout stuff because I've been betting the under strikeout props. We're focused on the daily K leader. Those things are associated. Then I started seeing my boy Joke at BTB. I'm not, I never hate, man. I don't play a hate. I participate. And these guys are mad sharp. And again, it's the same inline thinking. In fact, I've shared my data there. I wouldn't be surprised if people are looking at this, this stuff. Obviously, it's smart. You know, it's sharp. And what you see in the market now is take advantage of alt K props against these really bad swing and miss teams. And Cincinnati right there at the top, 29% strikeout rate. That might be dead last, if not at the bottom three. With only a 6-2 walk, 12.5 swing and strike, worse than average. Chase rate, 84 zone contact, you know, doing everything wrong in the zone. What's the Perez strikeout prop look like, Jay? I should have mentioned it. My worry again is the workload. 
So that, that's why I didn't bet Miami full game. That's also why I'm a bit reticent here. This No, seven strikeouts, no. I'm just worried about the, the, the workload. Now, again, Yuri Perez is a seven strikeout guy. Absolutely. The problem is the seven and a half. If you got to get to the all problem, these guys are pairing like the ladder, the top rung of the ladder together and nailing it. And again, it's not to chase smoke or chase these irrational plays. This is all work we put in. When we play these daily K leaders, we have been hanging eight, nine, and 10 strikeouts from the back of the board. It's probably about time that we started thinking about. Uh, hold on, Matt. Let me do it in a second. It's probably about time that we started thinking about the players that would ring on the board. We we have spoke about how the old prop we need to be you know rather look for the old prop rather than the favorite. But now it's really time to start thinking about the old props that are less popular. Right, I'm vocalizing this stuff in real time. I know Jay is not along. Jay never forgets, man. I look like the elephant, but he's got the memory. And it makes a lot of sense. And I mean, we're seeing a lot of success. And again, the reason I mention it, not to be chasing long shot parlays. This is a function of the work we're already doing. And again, you can have a place for parlays in your work if your risk is properly set. And we're literally talking about one hundredths of a unit if you're responsible, follow my work, rate, review, and subscribe. Feather sticking in the cap. Maddie Dub says Cincinnati F3 plus 110. Oh, you do. Oh, you dog. <laughs> Although, I would imagine he's probably nodding along too. I think there's there's a pretty serious element of pushing, I would think, in F3 money lines. But And that's why Matt's going yes, and that's why you take the, the, the money. I just think, man, the Reds' offense is so bad, and Perez has been so good, and Miami's just found a way to get in against lefties. I'm not so hot in it, but I'm not betting it, so I really hope Maddie gets it. Let's move it on. Right? I always, always, again, we playing against big faceless books root for each other. Right? Build each other up, cheer for other people. And again, once again, happy birthday, D Rock word. Spencer Strider on the bump for the Braves, minus 300 favorites against the black and yellow odds, Voldobito, plus 240. And the Buckos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What are you making these games? How do you bet this stuff? I don't know how you bet this stuff. What? I would never bet a minus 300. The run line is probably minus 180 anyway. <laughs> Matt dropping some small sample goodness in the chat. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know, Jay, if you're talking about the, the Pirates, I don't know if I can bet on the Pirates. I just can't bet on the Pirates. Oh, no, I meant the run line for the Braves. It's probably just juiced out of its mind. I'm seeing this line up near minus 360 at some points again. We're using betstamp.app. We'll pass it off to Jay in a few minutes. He'll help. He'll hook you up with some info on it. It's definitely worth it, man. You got to check this stuff out. And just to give you an idea, even if you're, I don't know why you wouldn't be using the live links. They live. They go right through. It's a singular tab. Again, you see, I'm very compartmentalized. We do a lot of work. Got to be organized. I just can't get to this one. I can't believe. Oh, that's what you're pointing at, Jay. I'm sorry, my man. So what Jay's highlighting again? What you get on BetStamp that you don't see if you're only looking at singular books. They're running F5. Run lines at plus one and a half, and my answer is still no. <laughs> Dude, I am absolutely done going up against the Braves. Particular Strider is awesome, getting it going. You know, running away with the Cy Young odds right now. Braves offense, just absolutely ridiculous. Braves right now, number one, last 500 PAs, last number one in homers, average OBP and OPS, 950 team OPS. They have a 10 
43% K minus walk rate, 43 and a half hard hit, 13 barrel, 398 Woba, 151 WRC plus, number one in it, Woba and expected Woba against righties. Oh my gosh. Braves are killing it right now. Pirate offense, womp, 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 224-14 batting average, 301 OBP, 26% K rate. So, again, what his K props by eight and a half, nine and a half. I don't even look at that stuff. i got to be honest. I don't even look at it. Fire Sports says, I have Strider Futures figured Snell was ahead. I saw it yesterday. I thought Strider was in the lead. I also, if he's not, I would. I like Strider. I don't. Snell's a bit too inconsistent. The blow-ups are a bit too bad. But this one is a runaway for me. I don't know. Did I have like alt lines minus four and a, Atlanta minus four and a half? I just can't really touch this one again. I think you know when you bet Atlanta, it's run line or nothing. It's team total or nothing. But other than that, I really can't even get with it. I really can't. It's just too much for me. Pittsburgh bullpen's been good as well. So if you don't get beat off for the fourth or five. Who wants to deal with a 330 ERA list, 47 innings for Pittsburgh? Not nothing. Next up, this one is my biggest misprice on the slate. So let's not bury the lead, Jay. We're looking for F5 unders. It's a Kansas City Royals with cheese and Cole Reagans on the bump. Plus 170 dog against Brian Bellissimo, Mr. Bayo, minus 210. Favorites for the Red Laundry. Somewhere up in the northeast quadrant of these wonderful United States. Okay, so Reagan's, I don't know if this is like a book using ERA thing. Uh, Reagan's has had the split use, right? So he was kind of relieving. He didn't really get a good look. He's got some nasty stuff. Also, that's this is when some of the deep fantasy work kind of pays off, right? Guys, guys that rang in draft and hold leagues, these deep 750-player you know, pool leagues or whatever, you know, you come across players with skills, you're looking for a pop when they get opportunity. I think that's the check mark here. Reagan's dealt from Texas over to Kansas City. He faces the Rays. He goes five, gives up one, strikes out three. Then faces the Mets, goes six, no earned, one walk, eight Ks. So he's been pretty good. I think he could pop. Boston offense stinks right now. 240 team batting average. Bottom three in run score. Bottom five in OBP. Six and a half walk, 35 chase. Bottom eight pull rate, 89 team WRC plus. That's for the Red Suckers. And we know Bellissimo's good. I've been chasing Bayo all year, 3 8 ERA, 1 2 4 whip. And again, he always rings at home. Bayo at home equals good. 240 team, uh, 240 batting average allowed, excuse me. 675 OPS, 3 2 ERA, X fit below four, less than one homer nine. Royal offense, I mean, they're bit of underpinning stuff. They won a couple games. They steal like crazy. So I no double plays, the steals. But any kind of lift, they just scored some runs. I'm not buying it, long story short. F5 was at five and a half. I cannot believe this one. Somebody, somebody tell me I'm I'm taking crazy pills. I want to ramble my way over to the algorithm. Yeah, it's like it's like the deepest, it's the darkest, you know, on the F5s alone. Then obviously the Braves and Pittsburgh one. Like I have. Very real. I, I, my mind, this guy's going to be the biggest spread I have all year. Braves over the Pittsburgh. I have like two and a half, almost three runs on the model. That's absurd. It's just absurd. But the next biggest flash, because again, I like the format and everything. You want, the, you want it to show you. So you're not squinted, right? You want it to speak to you to work. Is the F5 under? Then again, the bullpens go to trash. So be careful with the full game on this one. Kansas City lasts 42 and two-thirds. 
Five nine ERA, five Sierra, fourteen strikeout. Awful. I mean, the worst you can imagine. Or is it? Red Sox fifty three innings, five seven seven ERA, one seven WHIP, three oh seven batting average allowed, ninety zone contact, five losses last fourteen days. Uh, this is like the most smashed F five under for me ever. Jay, I'm like, I'm tempted to go with like the double unit. You know, we never do that. Let's do that. Can we do that? Let's try and catch up this ROI, man. You know, so what? Let's, where, where do we go? We were going for five. I don't Go for 10. We go for 20. Let's go 24 for 20, right? It's minus 120. Let's go 24 for 20 and do some damage on this. I want to, I got to start bulking up a little bit. I've been such a coward. You know what? Again, I'm here like, I was on numbers game with Gil Alexander. You catch me do some guest spots with him sometimes. I'm screaming. I happen to be on the day we were oh, so far over Cardinals, Rockies at five. It was like sickening. We were so far over. That was just screaming about it. Again, I, was, I didn't get to the 20 total we were looking for, but it was you know, did 9-5 or something like that. And we did go over the total like the f- our first out in the fourth inning. So I'm going to I'm gonna lean on the model when I get these crazy rings. Now I'm going to suggest anyway, over-levered. Again, we're, we're under-levered, so I'm just kind of catching up to the Joneses here. But again, we are. I am certainly under this one. I printed it for subs. The line hasn't moved. I'd be surprised if it doesn't close at 5, but... Who knows? Next up, Baby Bears and Drew Guy Smiley, plus 100 dogs against the Mets and Cardi Sanga. I love Sanga so much, but the Mets are just killing me, man. And, and this one's just too lopsided to go after. I, I even think I have the Mets modeled as, as a win here. No, I, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. I don't, actually. I thought I did because I love Sanga so much. And you know, he pa, right? He does all the things that are going to pop on a model. Cody Sanga, 325 ERA, but 129 whip. Again, expected year rate, 3.6. Sierra right at 4. 29% K rate. You love all that. The 30 whiff, plus the walk rate's been really down as of late. And he's been murderous at home. My goodness. He has a 171 batting average allowed at home. 5.67 OPS, 2.4 ERA. That's kind of what I thought, why I thought Mets were going to get love from the model. It's probably close enough to look at a run line, but the Mets are favored, right? Sorry, th- this line was a bit, it was like everywhere, right? I mentioned Cubs at 100. I mean, right, you're right on the needle's edge right there. Jay, can you bring up the just a line to me, Perfavori? I think the other thing here that stinks that we don't want any part of is the Cubs offense is like bananas right now. Number one in everything the Braves are at. I mean, check this out. This is crazy. Remember, 500 PA sample, so you can add 20% just to get you to a 600 play appearance sample, which is... You know, 600's a season, but it's not like a crazy play appearance season. 292 average, 905 OPS, 143 WRC+. plus. But 26 homers, 20 steals, 95 runs scored, 34 doubles. Massive right now. Cubs just going ham. And the bullpen really performing as well. So, I, you know what's funny? You know what? This is my pick, Jay. I give this is the easy one. This is our... Our double result, mixed double result pick. I'm going to find that somewhere. I'm going to look for that. I'm going to post it. That's the only part of this game that I want. I want the Mets through five and the Cubs to win it. We're going to get, I'm going to hit a double result in this one and get it if it's like seven to one or something. Damani S, hope you have a good weekend, man. Top of the morning, man. My favorite nephew. <laughs> Uncle Johnny's on the one and two. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I, don't, I can't really touch it again. The Mets have kind of surrendered. The team offense is disgusting right now. Really bad, all kidding aside. Really, really bad. And they're gross against lefties. It's the worst thing you can imagine. The Mets are a dumpster fire. I'm not happy about it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Next up, it's the Bluebirds. And Hyun Jin Ryu, minus 130, favorite on the road against the Guardians. And Gavin Williams, 
who's been pretty good, but then, man, it started falling apart as of late. These, I, I got to fix it, maybe. I haven't listed his last 30 days. It's not quite 30 days. I wanted it to replicate 400 pitches, which is right around the stabilization point. But again, you're looking for like five or six starts. And though the ERA is manageable, Pip came on his walk ERA in Sierra, all at five and a quarter or worse. Gavin Williams is kind of struggling. The Jays' offense also started kicking into high gear, right? Getting the power going, hitting for average. But of course, more importantly, you know where I'm going with it. Double-digit walk rate, number two in chase rate. You know, sub-29% chase rate as a team. Very, very good. They've been much better against lefties and righties, but I'm a bit worried about this one. I think I had this one decided on by a nose. Again, Ryu, I'm really not buying Ryu. I think you should kind of go after him. But the model has Toronto ahead because there's so many runs scored. And I think this season, that's probably been one of the lessons for me. It's not to say you need to avoid these things. Again, I'm never trying to push anybody. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm much more into presenting the best analytical case, objectively, that I can and having you decide. But in these examples... I've kind of gone from money line, but you're talking about a, a, a model outcome where you have the median outcome at two and a half runs apiece. So you're going to give up scoring. And when your pitcher gives up three runs through five, you want to puke. Right? So you either bet the over or don't touch this one at all. That's my opinion. Toronto and Cleveland. I kind of have the over. I mean, maybe I should have mentioned that. Jay, are there any four and a half at five out there? If there are, I would take that. If it's at five only, especially if it's juiced, I guess nay. There are a couple over four and a half. So, okay, that, that we want. I'll go to the minus 125 for that. Let's let's hit that bad boy. That I will take. Again, okay, I didn't I didn't think to check betstamp.app. Jay, come on. That's a perfect time. Good segue. Tell me all about the app, man, and why it matters. This, even as we did it in real time. For sure, John. I got you here. Uh, simple, guys. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sportsbook for games, futures, and player props. Save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen or hit the link in the description. If you sign up to this page and help support the show, you can find that at betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Thank you so much, Mr. Cooper. It's such a huge help. You guys don't know me. Getting just... 30 seconds to, uh, you know, hit the water, catch your breath. Live TV is tough, but I live for this. Come on, you know it, right? You can't fake this kind of funk. It's it's August already. Oh, thank you, Matt. The best ad read in the business. Coop, you got a future in this, man. All right, everybody, we got four games left. Let's wrap this one up strong. Again, this is, <laughs> this is apparently my favorite bet to lose because I keep making it, but it, it hasn't stopped me. Not bearing the lead, it's the beer makers, and I love I love these brewers, and I can't stand the Rockies, so we're going to look for another full game cover. Brewers over Rockies, let's get it, guys. Peter Lambert and the Rocks on the road, plus 195 dogs against Freddie Peralta, minus 250. Part of what I like so much in this one, and you know I'm always price affected and using the model, I can't bet 250 straight. I guess you could pair it with something else. I could get down with that. But Jay, bring up the full game run line pricing, please. This is where I wanted to get. This is something that I do make sure that I check. This is very much a part of my work. When minus 250, whenever the book is giving you more than a buck, more than a 
more than a hundred cents for the run line. That's where I'm going to go with it, especially when I have the mod- when I have it modeled up. Right, and that's exactly the case here. Right, so it's minus. I saw minus two sixty on the money line. We got to minus two fifties even, but then even still, it doesn't disprove what I'm talking about because we got minus one twelves, minus one fifteens all the way down on that stamp. So right there, you get a buck thirty-five. You take the that's where that's when I'll pay for the run. Like to me, that's value on having to cover. You know, they're making you a good offer, I should say. Peralta four four six ERA, but every indicator at three and a quarter below twenty eight K to only nine walk. I just really like. I think he's. I, I I think he's swell. He's been getting it done. Peralta's been good last four hundred pitches as well. Pitching plus over one hundred. Something I've been running also. The stuff location and pitching plus. Whenever a pitcher has all three of them above hundred. Again, remember, it's not WRC Plus, where 1 is 1% better than average. It's not how these are read. 10 is a standard deviation. So it's one ten standard deviation, which is greater than 1% on the field. So give me Peralta to cover up. I just think we have a three-phase edge here. The Milwaukee offense is much better than the Colorado offense, which stinks. They strike out a ton. They don't walk. 86 WRC Plus, 13 and a half, swinging strike, last 500 PAs. It's not any good. And then where it gets with the, it's the bullpen that really gets me, too, model. Crushing Colorado bullpen. Last 48 innings into 6-9 ERA, but the 5 Sierra, 1-7 whip, 284 batting average. How's I say? 6.2K minus BB. 18K to 12 walk as a bullpen. You can't do that with a home run per, per 9 over 2. So if we don't get it early, have patience. Matt, get, get the sad trumpets, everybody. He says, John, we have overlap today. Casey Boston, F5 under, and the Milwaukee run line. There's only one thing to do. We should really parlay the opposites of those, which is really something I learned. I learned from, I don't know if anybody knows any mush betters, like any betters. There are betters out there. And again, man, there's a different way to do this stuff. And again, if it makes you feel better about losing, right? People that kind of brag about losing. Having bad luck and being mushed. And like, you know, whatever. That stuff's stupid, man. You make your own luck. You're going to have uptrends, downtrends. That's part of it. Inside joke, me and Matt, just fine. We have overlap. You'd think like that would be the... The turn two lock of the week, the call to the pendant lock of the century of five million whale play, and we're they're always losing. <laughs> constantly. Oh my gosh, constantly. If you fade an hour, it's which is also very unique and part of the joke is I've been successful, Matt's been very successful, and yet where we have overlapped, those are the losers. It's a real like is that the donkey stuff? Who knows, man? Really interesting stuff about betting. I love it. I tend to think that's all just nonsense, right? I don't actually believe any of that. But what I do want to mention with the Bush better is there actually is a place for this where he was a straight better that went through an extremely long term of bad luck, he said, right? He was losing all of his one run games. He couldn't get a break. Da, da, da. And what do we do is if he had a ticket that was, let's say, eight plays or let's say like nine plays, in theory, right, if you're even a responsible singles player by the time you get to nine plays maybe there is something to be said for putting like one hundredth of a unit on the nine play reversal to eliminate 0 for 9 as a result now again I've never gotten there who the hell is playing nine plays expecting to lose nine losing nine just as hard as winning nine it is but I've heard that again maybe nine is a bit of exaggeration but sort with some success on fives and sixes, where it can hurt you, right? Where, of course, the worst case scenario, one and five, and lose that reversal. 
But man, if you go over six, over five, you know, it takes that it takes that possibility of outcome off the table. So again, you gotta do all the math for it. But it was really interesting at the time, the way that he was playing, that he had the math to check out. Anyway, let's move it up. I always try to leave you with something. Three games, but not enough time to cover it. It's the Yankees and Garrett Cole on the road against Cease and the White Sox. I really struggled with this one. I kind of had the Yankees modeled up to win, but they're a bit too pricey. Yankees offense is not any good. And now we know, I mean, Rizzo down, Jake Bowers leading off, 231 batting average. White Sox not to be done with 227. I want to check the under, but that's that's down, right? If the if there is an F5 4.5, maybe go under that, Jay. Check that. If not, I'm just fading it out, right? It's too expensive for a bad Yankee team. Cease is so up and down that, yes, he could get rocked, but we also know for 15 outs he could be ridiculously good. The ERA last 400 pitches is absurd, but you just can't ignore the swing and miss. The ball rate, see, I mentioned this is the problem, 38% ball. Even though the walk rate is a smidge under 10, we might say, oh, that's you know bad but not terrible. 38% ball rate is terrible. So I'm just kind of feeding this one. Fire Sports, let's get you on this one, man. Because I actually have a play here. Six over, cease, excuse me. Over six and a half Ks. Let's pop over to the janky offense. I mean, man, tough sell for me. Again, I've been, again, I'm not saying I'm right. But I've been looking at the team offense side of the strikeout stuff. And, man, Yankees not really striking out. 22K, 12% walk, 28 and a half chase. That's really good. However... In zone contact really low, but Cease not really his own guy, right? So not to say he can't do it. Cease is a pop for seven strikeouts anytime he hits the mound, right? So you know that. I'm and you know that I know that, and I'm very clear about that. I this is just part of where I strikeout props kind of lose me, and they're also always jacked up. I mean, Texas smoked Cease last time. He only struck out five Guardians. They're very tough to K. But he got nine twins, eight Cardinals, ten Angels, with a couple of fives and sixes in there. So, a bit up and down. I don't know. Too many walks in the foul ball here or there. Maybe you don't get the seven. I would just move it on up. Next up, this one I did play. Again, every so often I get surprised by the line when I, you know, just running the model and doing my work and doing my inputs or whatever. It's the Giants and the Angels. Jay, we want the Giants money line unless I've moved it too much. You know, if it's minus 130 or better, let's just take it out, right? Again, I'm always willing to go giant full game because the bullpen's been so damn good. Offenses in this one a bit bit touch and go. Giants offense really tough to back right now, but Logan Webb ridiculously good. Very funny. Matt says cease. Great first time through the order. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Also, one of the things we were kind of looking for with F3 stuff. So wink wink. Yeah. Maybe that's like a uh F3 under bubbling there or an F3 run line or something. Yeah, they're right. White Sox F3 plus 120. Yeah, exactly. You might, that's, I just I just think they're all pushes, but you're getting such good odds that it's almost worth doing it. No, 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 Matt. We love it. Matt says, don't line in. I'm in research scientist mode. We absolutely love it with the F3s. Always, again, you're like, well, the most, but the most successful guy right now is looking at other things. Yeah, that's why he's successful. Uh, Matt, uh, currently running into, we're going to go an extra five minutes here. It'll be worth it. Matt running up into some of the very same problems that I had. 
when I first started with F5 betting, we kind of had an edge in the market. We did really well. Eventually, the books begin to change the pricing, change the methodology. We had to get away from it. The odds stopped working out. I moved over to F5 team totals. I found that the pricing was disproportionate for the expectations through five runs. Last year, we did ridiculously good on them because they were coming in at normal prices. So we were betting singles at plus 100. We were betting round robins at minus 115 minus 120 and then pairing the few that were minus 150 now the standard is minus 150 then they move to two and a half and you got to get away from it matt with walk props and pitching props walk props i think more in general they started juicing the hell out of them why because people like matt were mopping the floor with them so what they'd rather do is juice the hell out of it and then if anything move the line if it takes some action again forcing that implied probability down right so now matt looking at f3s wondering if is there a little bit of love there? And if you just simple calculate how many runs you need through three innings, how many would you need through five to cover these overs? I'll tell you what, it's not exactly the same. So just a hint for people. Give me the Giants to win this one. Jay, sorry I didn't see the pricing. I was rambling. But I hope we hit the Giants. As long as it's minus 130 or better. Oh, my goodness. Minus 120 and moving maybe the other direction. Minus A couple of minus 115s out there. Woohoo! I'm really surprised here. Logan Webb, huge edge over Sam the suit as quick as we can. I mean, Webb is going to get Cy Young votes. How's that? 3, 4, 5, ERA, 108, whip. I mean, I guess what... Unless the books are weighing like road ERA, but even that, the underpinning stuff is good. Last 400 pitches, he's been damn good. Sub three Sierra last 400 pitches across the board over 101 on the stuff location and pitching plus models. Sandoval pretty whack. Sierra four eight expected ERA four four. Came in this walk away over five. Came in this walk at eight and a half. I'm not really digging him at all. One thing we do want we do want to look for again the Giants have been so bad against lefties. But one thing that you do have to look for again if you follow my work you get the full board. Um. <laughs> betting these under strikeouts, I'm not going on and on about them, but I love them because we're playing like plus 165. So you just carpet bomb the whole board. The Giants like pinch hit constantly. So when the Giants face lefties, you got to take a look for, you know, all, all the split guys. Like, I don't know, Lamont Wade probably isn't going to play. He's going to get like, two at bats. We had Conforto. The Giants pitch hit Michael Conforto in the fifth inning of a game the other day. He, like, hits lefties. I, I, they're very wacky with that stuff. So you could use that stuff to your advantage, I think, what I'm getting at when it comes to player props. But I'd like the Giants to win it. Angels are kind of a bit in a slide. Last up, and then we'll get out of here. It's the Rangers and Dane Dunning, who I struggle to back, who is, like, the biggest negative regression candidate in the league against Ken Woldachuk and the A's. I don't even know if this one is posted. Oh, it is. Okay, so the A's actually locked in a starter before noon, which is like highly unusual for them. They're always playing this kind of game. I can't touch this one, man. I just got nothing. I got nothing. I When you feel like that, you feel like maybe... Okay, see, I'm a step in the same rank. What I used to do is... This is how I used to process when we were in a different offensive environment. These are going to be... These are the games that the A's win, right? I don't like Dunning. I mean, I go to progression. Maybe Woldachuk's... I mean, he's terrible, though. So I guess this one's over. I'm surprised to see four and a halfs hanging out there. Let's take a look again. I didn't notice that. I have I have a listed five. Jay, we absolutely want four and a half. <laughs> that that we want. Although, again, let's pump the brakes. Whenever Oakland's involved, remember, bullpen really bad. You kind of want the full gamer. Yeah, we eight and a half. I guess we can go to that. Right, because we need five to clear it, so we go nine for the win. Sure. So that'll be our last play for the day. Over eight and a half, Texas, Oakland. Again, I'm surprised to see that one. I don't know if it necessarily dropped. What another reason why you want to be using Betstamp? Because I I must not have this morning. Wherever I pulled had a five. 
and yeah, has me well, like well into the over category. I'm gonna post for subs again. I don't. I really am trying to be very clear and very transparent. You got to understand how difficult it is when I'm doing where I have private stuff and then offering stuff that isn't available is very difficult. You know, if anything, this show is really more about the methodology. I, and again, I always have preached a demo cache as all. Like I always do that. So that'll do it, everybody. How much yuck in a world of chuck chuck? If a world of chuck could yuck yuck. Far Sports is with you here, John. On Rangers, one half. Team total, oh, two and a half. Or full game at five. Oh, absolutely. Really? The Rangers wake up as a five? That's another one, for sure. So you can hit that one on the way out, everyone, for sure. Rangers team total starts at a five for me. Whenever you face the A's in that bullpen, it should be five and a half, just getting off the bus. Maybe what we're overreacting to, like, Khan being out and Jung being out. But Seager is back. I think the Rangers are fine. So that's it. Smash everybody. Let's get out of here. 45 minutes. Let's pull the plug on this. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We really do appreciate you. Check out beststamp.app. Jay Bird doing his thing with a gentle saunter through our plays so you last-minute folk on a train home or just you lazy bones, you can always jump over to the video, watch the last 60 seconds, and it'll just give you all plays. Grab a screenshot, jump over to bet stamp and track them that way. Hit me up on Twitter, track them that way. Hit up the show app at Call to the Pen HQ on the Bird app, formerly known as X or vice versa, something like that. Whatever, I'm out of here. Thanks for picking up what we're putting down. Enjoy the games, enjoy the day. When we're done with the book, enjoy the pay. I catch you on the flip side. Look out for the F3 bets under strikeouts on the way. At you on the case on Twitter, yo. Peace.